Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, the morning news. 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Thrilled to be here the day after a ridiculously terrible debate. Although the winner of the debate is probably now officially Tony Katz for skipping the show today. Very wise move of him to do that um, because that was a train wreck of a thing uh, for a bunch of reasons. Actually, at some point, I'll probably have everybody on a microphone just yell at the same time into their microphone. And if you missed the debate, that was essentially it. You'd get the whole thing all at once. No problem at all. Um, but if if you want a little bit more than that, because I, I can give you a little bit more than that. Uh, some people are saying that DeSantis won, that he seemed the most presidential. Um, I've seen Nikki Haley apparently was thought to have won or thought to have been a little bit meaner uh, this time around and not so great. Essentially, the takes are all over the place, but it, it's because the debate was, again, a mess. The people who definitely didn't win, the moderators, uh, the fact that you had three of them. You know, it's kind of funny to me is if you have seven people on stage and that is too many people on stage at this point, almost no one on that stage has any chance of being anything. I think um, at least um, certainly not even the vice president, as Trump himself said, he's probably not picking anyone currently running, or I think he might've definitively said he's not picking anyone running uh, to be his VP. So I guess they're all running for dirt certain positions they might get at some point. I don't know, uh, but it's just, it's funny to me because we could subtract a lot of names and no one would really care. The The difference would barely be felt. And let's do it this way. Let's first play um, what seemed to be most people's plan going into the second debate, which was uh, attack Vivek Ramaswamy as much as you possibly can for whatever reason, like attack him, attack Vivek, um, which doesn't make any sense if people are saying that he was as annoying in the first debate as he was, and he didn't actually win it, which I kind of thought he had. But anyway, I have a clip for that. Let's do that. But you know what I did that was different than every other company? We got the hell out of there. And when I started my yeah, next right company, you ran Strive, right when, no, years ago, right when I started Let's my next company, Strive, to compete against BlackRock. Excuse me. No, no. Okay, actually, I'll stop it for a second because uh, the amazing uh, photo or the amazing visual of Air Force One um, is incredible. Uh, that's the only thing that was cool about the debate is continuing to see uh, that airplane hanging there. But let's To continue. compete against BlackRock, I made a commitment that we would never do business in China. And I will say something. I think you have more than time to explain your point. (laughs) All right. The moderators were terrible. Let's let's get to that real quick. Uh, The worst question asked uh, was probably um, by the Univision moderator uh, about DeSantis specifically. And here's the thing. I'll say it this way. Every single one of the moderators felt as though they were trying to get you or ask gotcha versions of questions to all of the different candidates on stage, which does not create debate. You don't go back and forth with other people on policy issues if every single thing is hyper-specific to you and some version of, I'm trapping you, I'm walking you into this path where you're going to struggle to answer this question. It was moderators versus 
the versus the uh, the um, uh, candidates as opposed to candidates versus themselves, which is why I think they all started yelling at each other at other points during the debate. But here, this is one of the more talked about moments. Thank you. Uh, Governor DeSantis, I have a question for you. Florida's new Black History curriculum says, quote, slaves develop skills which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. You have said slaves develop skills in spite of slavery, not because of it. But many are still hurt. For the sentence of slaves, this is personal. What is your message to them? So first of all, that's a hoax that was perpetrated by Kamala Harris. Uh, we are not going to be Just doing that. Second of all, that was written by descendants of slaves. These are great black history scholars. So we need to stop playing these games. Here's the deal. Our country's education system is in decline because it's focused on indoctrination, denying parents' rights. Florida represents the revival of American education. We're ranked number one in the nation in education by U.S. News and World Report. All right, you know, I'll stop it there. I, I don't hate a lot of what DeSantis said. And I do actually think if you're going to pick a winner of this debate, that's not Donald Trump for skipping it because he's far and away the actual winner for not being at this um, chaotic thing. I, I think DeSantis may have had the most presidential answers to certain questions. So I think he actually did the best of the also rands or the not so important uh, people right now. Uh, and I don't think it's going to do much to, to benefit him. Actually, I read something that's pretty funny. If you combine the polling of everyone on stage last night, there's still 20 points behind Trump. So that's not a good look. That doesn't seem like a good shot. Um, but that question is ridiculous. And it is propping up a hoax, propping up a narrative that is not true within the curriculum in Florida. And the way DeSantis actually talked about it when challenged on this uh, more than a month ago was to say that if you read everything that is taught, there is no way any rational person could walk away from the amount of things that are taught about slavery and say that Florida is teaching that it benefited people who were victims of slavery. There's no way you could walk away with that assumption. But if you cherry pick out one thing and try to shape it a certain way, which is what the VP did and what um, DeSantis is saying right there is a hoax, then sure, you try to uh, build a narrative that's not true, but it's pretty common in the world of politics right now. All right, I'll take a break. A lot more. I don't know how much more debate stuff we'll get into. We'll do it a few times because we have to, but it, it wasn't good, and I doubt the ratings were good. But quick break, a lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt and Jonathan hanging out as they do every single morning on this show. Uh, the average person has 2,795 photos on their phone, according to some poll somewhere. I think there's a huge disparity, and I don't mean to sound sexist, between women in phone photos and men in phone photos. And I say this as I look at my phone, and I have like 40 photos on my phone right now, I think. Oh, no, I have more than that. All right, maybe I have 100, but I don't have 2,795. 
Am I alone in this? Well, I understand that people take a lot of pictures, but I, I want to know how many of those pictures you would actually show somebody out of the sure. 2,000 pictures. What, which <laughs> ones are not filtered? Which ones are actually uh-huh. good because we take pictures of things? I have about 700 pictures of my desktop on my phone because I <laughs> accidentally take – this is a thing nice. now. Have you seen these memes? It's like, yes, I actually took a picture of my desktop. I have 700 of those, so we all have good. pictures, but who are we showing? You know, yeah. that's, But that's, why, don't, why aren't we deleting these pictures? Matt, why don't you take six ninety nine of those and get rid of them? Well, because <laughs> memoir. I mean, they're memories, you know. <laughs> it's true, man. That's I don't want to show anybody, but that's, I, I don't want to lose this one picture of my um, uh, my right. iPhone music app. I can't lose yes, that. Yes, you got it. You got to have the iPhone montage at the end of the year that has all seven hundred photos of the desk. That does make <laughs> sense. I am happy it about works. that. Yeah, Jonathan, do you have a million photos in your phone or no? I have a thousand and ninety. Okay. And I'm scrolling through them right now, and some of them are accidental screenshots. All right. A lot of them are... <laughs> that are not deleted? Am I yeah. the only one that deletes stuff on my phone? Maybe. I, I, okay. All um, right. Some of, oh, some of these are... My wife didn't have her phone, so she took mine to take photos oh, of yeah. other people. Need oh, to yeah. delete those. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, a good amount yeah. of my photos on my phone are also that. My wife took my phone and took the phone. Fo- I don't take a lot of photos on my phone. Someone else does. Uh, whenever there's a photo that's me in it, it's not me doing it. I don't know. And I also do delete stuff. But maybe I now learn that, like, I'm I'm rare. But 2,700-something feels like there's going to be a, a disproportionate overweighting by the people who have 10,000 photos. I'm just where I'm going with that. I'll, I'll give up at this point. Uh, I know you're both going to be happy about this news. Taylor Swift is going to be back on Sunday watching football. Let's go. <laughs> Made my day. Uh, she's going to be, uh, well, she's going to see the Colts and the Rams, I'm assuming. You're, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be totally fine. Some Indiana. rumor about her dating somebody else. Uh, I, no, I think she's staying in Carmel. I'm not sure. Let me check that. <laughs> she'll, she'll be she'll be at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the New York Jets game what? in MetLife Stadium in New York. I know, very disappointing for so many of us. Um, what I thought was really funny, I had a buddy of mine text me the other day and tell me all the things that like bumped up because Taylor Swift went to the game last week. Uh, Travis Kelsey jerseys are selling way better. Are Swifties buying his jersey? Craig, I think so. Okay. I think his sales are up like 400%. He's got one of the top five most selling jerseys in the NFL now. And I just, I think my favorite part of this whole thing is getting on Twitter and seeing guys tweet out how they're trying to explain football to their girlfriends or fiancés or whatever <laughs> that are just watching because Taylor Swift is there and it's going to be amplified because it's Sunday Night oh, yeah. Football this week. Uh-huh. Cannot wait. Yep. Okay, cool. While she's back, I know we're all very happy. Um, uh, one last thing that I saw out there that I kind of liked a lot, uh, the number one body part that gym rats want to get most chiseled. Do you guys want to guess at what this is? Uh, it, it's the, the, the legs. The chest. <laughs> you go legs and chest. Neither one of you. No. Uh, neither one passes go. Everybody loses. The abs. Everybody wants the six-pack abs. That's yeah. the number one thing. And oh. that's like the hardest thing to accomplish. Yeah, it's also it? the worst thing to work. I hate working out my abs. It's the worst. <laughs> I did core day yesterday, and I, I woke up this morning, and I was like, I shouldn't, I'm never doing that again. I don't, yeah. I'm good. I just I put like on the- a vibrating belt. And it just, <laughs> just 
turned it up to eight or nine, and man, you know, you, you, get, yeah. you get some pain. You'll later, be great. But, yeah. I, I remember that belt. That belt looked awesome. You put it on the abs, it moves the abs. You eat potato chips on the couch, and you're supposed to have a six pack <laughs> know, in like right? two months. This is the eighties into the nineties, baby. Right. Some good stuff. Some yeah. good fitness equipment. It was yeah, easy. Come on, guys. That thing was great. I didn't own one, uh, but no, I, I think this is sort of ridiculous. Uh, mostly because, and I love the fact that Jonathan just complained about his workout yesterday. Uh, my wife dragged me to the gym two days ago. And the only thing I gave up on was that ab machine. I'm like, I'm not doing this. This one's way too hard. <laughs> this is dumb. Um, yeah. Like Core is dumb. Screwed. <laughs> I don't even do leg day. Uh, do you do actually do leg day? Matt? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, and, I, and I doubled it up after I had a troll retweet one of my videos and saying that I needed to start doing leg day. So I'm oh, like, wow. yeah, it was, it, was, it was a real moment for me. And I even uh, oh. took out the end scenes on a pair of my jeans so nobody could see my legs anymore. It was really <laughs> uh, some self-conscious okay. uh, bad yeah. self-esteem going on here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that, that troll got inside your head, man. I feel bad about that. <laughs> I'm not good at this. I'm... We're all going back after him now, though. Let's tell, let's tell us some bad stuff about them. We'll break that against them the rest of the show. Um, one other thing, uh, just quickly that I saw, I know we got to get up to a traffic in just a second, but a lot of nutrition advice on TikTok. This is going to shock both of you. Uh, they did the research. It's not true. A lot of it is crap. The, the nutrition advice that the young influencers give out on social media, apparently not well researched. Yeah, it's all bad advice. It's like, <laughs> you know, wake up in the morning, don't eat anything. Just yeah. drink water with a little bit of lemon and you'll lose weight. And I'm like, that's... There's no way that's real. You know, the yeah. best workout we learn is when we're in elementary school. We learn all the rules right there. And, and we just don't retain them or take them with us. I mean, think about it. Stretch, eat uh, the food pyramid. And I know we've had some adjustments to the food period over the last few years. But sure. everything you learn to live a healthy and to stay healthy, you get in grade school. You really yeah. do. I, I think you yeah. get all those basic foundations and fundamental lessons in grade school. If we just apply that, good dog. Yeah, we'd and be you fine. do a lot of stuff. You, you're very active in grade school. That feels yes. like that's important, too. You're right. You're right. My nutrition was better when I was five. Uh, Matt. <laughs> Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Tony is back tomorrow. Uh, let's be honest. Last night's debate was easily proof that no one has a shot of beating Trump, and he is definitely one of the winners of it. Uh, let's play a couple pieces of Trump audio, uh, including when he told us um, part of his his um, you know plan, part of the things he will run on, are some of the most basic, easily uh, supported things by any amount. It's crazy that these are political talking points, is I guess what I'm trying to say here. But here's a couple of things that Trump said last night in Michigan. Under a Trump administration, gasoline engines will be allowed. <laughs> awesome. That's good. And sex changes for children will be banned. Is yep. that okay? That also seems that also seems like it makes rational sense. Uh, he went on, or well, actually, this was earlier than when he said that. He talked about his pledge to all automakers. You don't have to go on the picket lines and stand with the um, uh, people trying to get a raise and and uh, you know add yourself to the union. You don't have to do that as a president. You shouldn't do that. Biden's the first person that's ever done that with the United Auto Workers. The truth is that you can just promise to make sure the industry is safe and uh, that people won't lose their jobs to electric car manufacturing in the next few years, and they will cheer hard for you. My pledge to every automaker is this. A vote for President Trump means the future of the automobile will be made in America, where it should be. 
it shouldn't be this easy, uh, in all honesty, uh, for the former president to uh, garner support from auto workers by saying things that simple. Uh, but you're running against an idiot in Biden who's doing things a very different way and actively harming the industry that he was joining the picket lines to support, which is which is weird. I even saw the vice president got asked that question uh, the other day. And I don't even care to play the audio. Her answer wasn't very good. She just said, it's not true. How dare you say that to us? But it is. If you are actively campaigning against oil and gas, which is something that Biden, of course, did, if you're hurting that industry and if you're trying to force everybody at some point to buy an electric vehicle, you are doing all the things that are not going to help those auto workers in so many different ways. And yet, you know, you still join the picket lines. You still say you deserve your raises because you just hope people are stupid. You just hope people vote uh, based on the things you say and not any of the things you do. Uh, one other thing from the debate real quick. I do want to play this. Uh, this is Vivek Ramaswamy saying that he'll respect Trump and his legacy because it's the right thing to do. Uh, Nikki Haley went after Trump a little bit more. Ron DeSantis went after Trump a little bit more. Although the, the funniest part in the debate, and I don't mean to talk about it too much. I think that the ratings are going to come out. And they're going to be terrible. Um, but in all honesty, the thing that's funniest about it is about part of the way through, they all just sort of pretend Trump doesn't exist anymore. And that's doing a bigger disservice to all of these candidates than anything else. You have to act as though he's in the lead because he is, even if he's not on the stage, and find a way to discuss him. And I think Vivek's plan is to just flatter him so when the time comes, uh, Vivek gets a shot at some kind of gig. I don't think it's the vice presidential gig, but he gets he gets a shot at something. But here we go. I have a different view on this. I think Trump was an excellent president, but the America first agenda does not belong to one man. It does not belong to Donald Trump. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to you, the people of this country. And the question is, who's going to unite this country and take the America first agenda to the next level? When we rallied behind the cry to make America great again, we did not just hunger for a single man. We hungered for the unapologetic pursuit of excellence. So yes, I will, I will respect Donald Trump and his legacy because it's yeah. the right thing to do. But we will unite this country to take an America first agenda to the next level. And, and I will do that great as some part of Trump's staff. At some point uh, down the road, I promise you that I will, I will do everything I need to pretty much have all of his policies be the policy that you want uh, as someone working for him. I, I think that's the one part uh, missing there. Uh, but uh, I saw this, and I think this is interesting. Most Republican donors, the, the high-profile ones, the, the very, very rich people, according to, take it with a grain of salt, uh, Reuters, are considering giving some money to Nikki Haley because they think she might be the best alternative to Trump for anyone that's still not handing uh, money to Trump. Uh, but the, the truth is, if you just look at simply data, if you subtract any of the reactions your, your you know, uh, personality or your feelings uh, might have uh, loving or hating Trump, if you just try to strictly look at the data and the information, there's no reason to think that anyone else could possibly become uh, the candidate on the Republican side of the aisle. He is so far ahead, historically far ahead, that it's, it seems almost silly to even have more debates. I'm, I'm going to say it. Unless Trump's a part of them, if he keeps skipping them, I don't know if we need him. But all right, I'll take a break on that. Uh, this is Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Matt and Jonathan, 
hanging out as they do every single morning on this show. Um, I think I've done this before and Matt has heard it. I don't think Jonathan's ever heard it before. I do it some other radio places. I call it clickbait confessionals. Uh, I want to apologize every time I help ruin the internet. If anyone knows what a clickbait story is, it's something that you don't need to click on that no one needed to write, but it's out there in the world and it's ruining the internet and I can't help myself, but I have to click on it. So I usually apologize. I usually play some sort of sad music. Uh, anybody else who wants to get in on this can get in on this if they want to, but I I'll go first. I am sorry to everyone out there that today I decided to ruin the internet just a little bit more when I clicked on the story that had a headline, Jennifer Aniston isn't the only person turning bikinis into business attire. Uh, she is not, according to this study or this article, the only person wearing bikinis to work, but none of these people work in real places. All right, that's my apology. I love this story because I've never seen anyone uh, walk into an office place with a uh, coat jacket on, uh, a la uh, Jennifer Aniston on Friends, and do it with a bikini top. Have either of you guys seen this ever? I think I'd be being pranked. I mean, if somebody walked <laughs> in with their bikini, I'd be like, okay, who's the wise guy? And then I'd hide under my desk before HR gets downstairs. Sure. That's, that's pretty much what... Is this a thing? I mean, is this... A, where is this They're acceptable other than like the pool? I well, mean, if you're a lifeguard. It's acceptable right. on the Senate floor. <laughs> that is well done. I like that a lot. Oh my God, Fetterman in a bikini sounds horrible it on does, so many that levels. Terrible. That sounds very bad. But no, Matt, to your point, and that's why I wanted to apologize. As this is a clickbait confessional. No, this isn't happening most places for most people. But if you looked like any of the women that are photographed on this in this story, you you might consider it. And I don't think anyone would be mad at any of these individuals walking in with a bikini. I don't know that that's the right way to get respect in an office place, but it's a it's a thing they're saying is out there. Is and this you something consider... Jennifer Aniston wants people to do or, or, or they're yes. doing right now? She wants I, them to walk in it, but I why? Think she, why? I think she did it on a magazine cover. Oh, and I okay. think that's all the New York Post needed to write a whole article about it that I clicked on and read way too much of. This is I very much that... real life. Um, that's that, that's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, I get it, it is. Yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. Does anyone else have a clickbait confessional? Do you guys want to do one or no? I am. Okay. Trying to think of anything that I, that I shouldn't be <laughs> clicking on right now that I could talk about. <laughs> all right, yeah, no problem at all. Oh, I have no, another no, one. I won't play the music, but a, a high-end fashion brand is selling the most expensive underwear uh, that's ever existed. Uh, it is $5,600 okay. for a pair oh, of this gosh. underwear. It comes with a <laughs> catheter. Yeah. It's, good. <laughs> um, it's actually really, really shiny. It's got a lot of sequins and, I guess, silk and wool. It's, it's ladies' underwear and maybe some jewelry. It looks like the most uncomfortable thing any human could ever wear, yeah. um, and it is way too much money. As soon as you said how much it was, I was like, there's no way it's for men. I don't know any man <laughs> who spends a lot of money on underwear. I remember yeah. um, after Amelia and I got married, she asked me how much I spent on, on on underwear, and I had bought this like specific pair for this thing, and <laughs> um, shoot, I was like, this underwear is like 20 bucks. Like That's like... It's like a That's lot. Crazy. It's a lot for yeah. men's underwear. And she she just laughed and she said yeah. nothing. Like, if you <laughs> only knew. I don't want to know. I don't think I any don't of us either. do want to know. I don't, we like I don't the either. mystery of all that right there. We, I don't want any of the secrets revealed. I know that's fantastic. I like the five pack for five bucks. Uh, those too. versions of underwear. Yes. All right. Uh, this was a lot of underwear talk I didn't expect. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll move on to this. Stop overprotecting your children is another headline that I liked a lot. Coddling kids actually kills their desire to do things like exercise. Uh, when you're 5 to 12 years old, according to a lot of uh, studies, 
you need to risk some kind of injury, not significant ones. Uh, we're not telling you to push your kid into the middle of the street and tell them good luck Frogger style. But in general, <laughs> that seems bad. But in general, you got to let them like go on the playground without snatching them up the minute you think they're going to fall over. Uh, most kids learn how to ride their bike with training wheels. Nowadays, we just push them across the street yeah. and say, good luck. Good luck. Okay. Yeah. You're carrying the family name. Don't get hit. <laughs> so but now, I, I will never ahead, forget. You talk about being like between the ages of 5 and 12. I will never forget. Yes. My oldest brother, Caleb, loved football growing up, still does, wanted to play football. I, like, enjoyed watching football, had no desire to play. And there's a photo of me and my brother on Christmas Day when my parents bought us both a full set of like shoulder pads, football pants with the pads and everything. Nice. My older brother's face is, face is lit up with nothing but excitement. And I'm like, <laughs> please don't make me do this. My dad, I will never forget, he used to put on a plastic like kid's cowboy helmet and go out there and play tackle football with us on his hands and knees in our front yard. He like <laughs> roped off. Like That's a field awesome. for us That's and beautiful. everything. And I will just, you talk about like getting hurt. I'll never forget, like, we're playing. And I'm like, you know, six, seven years old. And my dad yeah. would just absolutely crush us. <laughs> I just, I'll never forget it. Hold on. Wait. What is happening knees. in your, your front yard or backyard? Front yard for all the okay. neighbors to see. The world we live in right now, no one would allow that to happen. Oh, People wow. would rush to that house and, like, scream crazy stuff. But if I saw, like, a dad light up a six-year-old, that would be fairly amusing as long as the kid got up without any sort of injury. Oh, yeah. I mean, no one, no one ever got hurt. But talk about right. risking injury. I mean, right. and you got to remember, my dad was probably, like, 28. You sure. know, in, like, the prime of his life, just yeah. absolutely crushing his All kids. Right. My favorite thing, and I think I've talked about this on the show a long time ago, too, actually, on this show, but I, I love any video where an adult just destroys a kid at, at, like, basketball, like, especially a mini hoop version where you're blocking shots and dunking all over uh, people. I want to do that. I don't know why, but I do. And every time I show up at my gym and the hoop is down to, like, dunkable level because children are playing on it, I just go nuts. I just start dunking, and I'm looking to, <laughs> to wait to try to play. D I would The most fun. For me ever. And it's a good learning lesson for them. I tell myself if it ever happens and I get yelled at.